Welcome to Life is Love School. Hey everyone, this is an impromptu recording. I know I've been off Facebook Live for a while because as some of you know, I've been leading a month-long Healing Your Inner Child workshop. So that's been keeping me very, very busy. But now that that's coming to an end, I will be popping back in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. PST and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, since there's a three-hour difference. And what we'll talk about are all the issues that is top of mind for you coming from our Facebook group discussion here. So whatever question, comment, post that got the most engagement, I will talk about it in more depth as well as just dig deeper in general. So definitely come in during the live time and give me comments and ask more questions and I will engage with you. So we on the workshop, in case you're curious, um, we had so much fun. I got a ton of feedback where people say, oh, this is so much more effective than therapy, which makes me very happy because that is by design from the get go. I think being somebody who's been through therapy for decades, for me, the problem with therapy from my point of view is that it's not results driven enough. So there is benefit because I could be feeling quite miserable. I'd walk in. If it's a very good therapist, I come out feeling a bit, a bit lighter. The problem is I didn't learn anything that I can use to help myself next time. And I can't bring my therapist everywhere. In fact, at one point I was supposed to move to California for a promotion. And I was seriously considering not moving from Washington to California because I love my therapist so much. I felt like I could not handle things by myself. That is the problem. The problem is like I didn't learn the skills to regulate my own emotions and help myself get better. And I didn't learn the skills of how to have a good relationship or even pick a good guy. So therapy is helpful. Talking to somebody is helpful. However, the unfortunate thing is I don't think it has longer term results or generally that is just not the case. Also being somebody who was a business owner and I also managed teams for Google and Microsoft, we're very results driven. And I'm also an engineer at heart. So part of me is just thinking, why is every other part of the world so focused on driving results and we want to take actions that drive towards a goal but in therapy it seems to be just like talk itself is the end goal and i really don't think that's enough i think we need to raise the bar so um what i remember feeling in these therapies is i would often ask the therapist like hey is there any books that i can read are there any homeworks like any exercises i could do at home i'm I'm super zealous. I'm a very hardworking person. And I think that you guys can relate. We give a lot at work. We give a lot to other people and we're very conscientious. And the answer on the exercise has always been, I will think about it. <laughs> and, and I never get anything like in my two decades of therapy, I have never gotten anything. I did get a few books recommendation, but even that is few and far between. I feel like the analogy I would give is I want somebody who has gone through what I have and they can show me the way so I don't have to struggle on my own. It's sort of like if I want to learn how to hip hop dance, I don't want to just watch a video of a professional dancer. I mean, that is all great, but whether I watch it for three minutes, three hours or three years or 30 years, I'm still not going to be able to dance. I need somebody to bring me to dance floor. I need that person to show me, break down the moves and also correct me if I'm not doing it optimally, et cetera. I need that person and, and I've never been able to find that person. 
So I ended up being that person for myself, but that took years of research. I spend, I don't have kids, so that's perhaps one advantage I do have is I can spend hours and hours and I do trial and error. I would go to retreats. I would, I actually backpacked around South America just to understand the different modalities of healing. I feel like another aspect of mental health that I wish was better is that it seems to me that a professional uses one tool really well and they just keep using it. It's sort of like a Swiss army knife and this person knows how to use a screw. And so they use a screw for every problem that you have. When you think about mental health and the whole history of different therapy modalities, there are so many, right? So for example, everybody knows Freud, you put somebody on a chair and hey, tell me about your childhood. There's a lot of benefit in that, but you can't just stop there because what about the, my, my present day issues, right? What about my work situation? What about that conflict with a, a um, employee or a manager? How do I handle that? It's not great at addressing present day problems. On the other hand, something like a cognitive behavioral therapy is great for correcting thinking issues like limiting belief, but it's not very helpful in helping unleash the trapped trauma, which modalities like EMDRs are better, right? Then there is mindfulness approach, which is great, but it takes quite a while to see results. And also, sure, I can you know, understand that my thoughts are not real, they're, you know, they're just there, I don't have to believe it. But on the other hand, what am I supposed to do about it, right? How do I actually know that there's a thinking error and how do I correct it? Behavioral therapy similarly has, you know, its limitations, its strength. And I think really to be the optimal solution, a practitioner needs to understand all the modalities and bring it to the client at the right place at the right time. And that's why when I'm working with the ladies in a workshop, I don't have a fixed set of exercises. I really come up with a lot of exercises even on the fly because it really depends on what people need at the moment and the questions they asked. So I am in the process of designing a 12 week workshop, which my goal is to have it ready by March. So I believe that 12 weeks, a quarter is a sufficient time frame for us to do work together, for us to implement. Remember the word implement, practice is the key. I don't think it, more information is gonna help. To implement it so it becomes a part of you, it becomes a strategy that you could use regardless of the situation. So what I want fundamentally is you empower you to feel so strong and so confident that you can handle everything on your own. So you don't have to rely on anyone to feel okay because nobody can be with you 24 by seven. So in the workshop, I will have live calls every Monday. We will do implementation together every Thursday because I wanted to keep take the thinking out of it. Like, you know, I'm personally guilty, right? I would read a book and it would say, oh, close the book now, take out a journal and do this exercise, you know, don't cheat. Of course I cheat. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna do it some other time, right? That's a code word for never gonna happen. So we're not gonna leave that to chance. We're gonna do it together. It's gonna be fun. All the, all the ladies are gonna do it together with me. We're gonna do it to Zoom so that all you need to do is set a calendar date with yourself. When I think about how much we work for other people, how much we put time for in our career, in serving other people. If we just channel say 10% of that time towards taking care of ourselves and our own growth, imagine what that would do for you in six months, in a year, 
it will be amazing. And I know we can all do that. But what gets scheduled gets done. And that's what I'm doing now. So um, some of you know that I've recently decided to leave tech and do this full time. So I'm both um, really excited about it as well as a little nervous because this is so important to me all my life. I've wanted to do this and, and now is finally the time. I'm just so honored that the ladies have joined me in the workshops and they're getting excellent results out of it. So if you are interested in doing a mini challenge and I will have in every call, there will be short, there'll be around 15 minutes or so, I will have a mini challenge so that you have something that you could try at home. And I hope that uh, you actually do it because <laughs> it's by doing it that you're gonna see results. So this challenge is uh, something that I encourage the ladies to do in the inner child workshop. So either take a picture of you as a child or something that reminds you of your childhood. It could be a toy, uh, it could be anything really that just is a reminder. Like in my case, um, someone gave me this little doll for Christmas. It's uh, made to look like me. Well, it actually doesn't look that much like me because it's the doll is always the same face, but um, at least it's the same hairstyles, hair color, similar dress um, when I was little. And I put it by my bedside. So the challenge is every morning when you get up, ask, what can I do for you today that will bring you joy, that will make you feel loved, right? And really think about that. Or even better, take out a journal and write about it. And then the most important part is actually do it. Maybe that's going for a walk and having an ice cream and do it. You know, maybe it's painting, maybe it's being silly with a cat, Maybe it's giving yourself permission to take a nap when you're tired. It doesn't matter what it is, but do at least one thing a day to take care of that child that is still inside of you, what we call the inner child. So I'm excited to come back to Facebook Live. I will see you next Tuesday, February 2nd at 5 p.m. PDT, so West Coast time, and then 8 p.m. in the East Coast time. Until then, you know, you know where to find me. I always, always love hearing from you guys. Thank you.